The views and opinions expressed in the following episodes are those of the individuals and are not meant to insult or offend anyone. Jeez, dark and gloomy much? Are you trying to be an edgelord? Well, then how should I put it then? I don't know. How about... We come in peace. We mean no harm. We may spoil some things. We may swear a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So listener discretion is advised. Welcome to another episode of Little Nerdy. I'm your host, Michelle. And I'm her co-host, Owen. And it is still spoopy season. It's the most spoopiest time of Of the year. year. (laughs) So, um, thanks for the great feedback on last week's episode. Yeah, very much appreciated. We've heard a lot of really good things about it. And actually, Mm -hmm. I just wanted to add really quick. I have a friend who's in law school. And they actually just messaged me recently. And said that, um, at least in Canada, the reason why lie detector tests aren't used isn't so much about their, uh, consistency for being like... Are you stressed or are you telling the truth? Yeah, kind of thing. It's, uh, that was not the wording they used. They used better wording than that. Um, because they're smart. (laughs) They're in law school. Yeah. But, um, they said it was more to do with, like, the lie detector tests taking away from, like, people who actually do the job of finding the truth. Mm. Right? And so taking those jobs away and stuff. And it's the same reason why it took so long for DNA. Yeah. Why are you laughing? What did I say? Oh, no, no, Just it taken away from those jobs and everything. And I'm just picturing the old South Park joke of the rednecks being all, They took your jobs! <laughs> took your jobs! <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, I digress. <laughs> yeah. So... That's also the reason why it took so long for DNA to come to Canada as well. Yep. Wasn't that the, um, wasn't fully that they were afraid of how the like valid it would be or how like whether it was oh why can't I think of the word um, factual accurate accurate um, it would be so yeah anyway they uh it was more. Again, having to do with taking away from like people's jobs, till they realized how accurate DNA was. So yeah, you yeah. know, it's it's kind of a good point on that one. To... So thank you for that fun fact. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, if there's anything, definitely want to make sure the people know is that the amount of hours and effort it would take to fact check every detail of what we're just like excited to share about and everything. Even yeah. though we don't try to make claims that this is, you know, this is the law or this is, you know, by the books, gospel type thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, if that's the right wording to use, like, this is, you do not stray from this path of, like, this is blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, no, we're just talking about our fan, uh, love of all these things and yeah. how much we enjoy it and why we enjoy things. Exactly. So we definitely appreciate when people have other things that they can bring to the table that... Maybe explain something that we weren't quite sure of, or... Or even a difference of opinion kind yeah. of thing. Absolutely, like, it's the whole... Especially when it comes to opinions, there's no 100% Opin- right answer. And not only that, 
But opinions are like assholes. We all have them. So. Some are just more bleached than others. <laughs> uh, gross. Anyway. <laughs> so, anyway, moving along. Um, moving on instead of carrying on. Big shout out to our friend Black White Check, as y- usual. Uh, details in the show notes. You bet. And today our episode is about. Are you ready to play a game? What's the squid game? No. <laughs> I'm not ready to play that game at all. What? You're saying you wouldn't want to be a potential winner of, what was it, $455 million? That's Canadian currency, roughly converted? Uh, no. Actually, Not uh, for that. hold on a second. Uh, sorry, just to be a little accurate, as of today, according to what uh, the stock market thing that I was able to find here using the good old Google machine. So as of 9.45 this morning, because it can literally change by 9.46, but yeah. Uh, it is saying that... Uh, yeah, 45.5 billion won would be 47.3 million Canadian dollars. So you're saying you wouldn't, you know, play in some games? Is that what that says? Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. My mistake. My mistake. That's an M, not a B. Okay. Billion won. Okay. Search that one. Okay. Yeah, okay. So you were right in what you said. It was wrong at what I was seeing because you typed in million, not billion. Okay. Yeah. So you're right. Yeah, yeah. The okay. (coughs) Look at us fact checking ourselves on the air. Exactly. Okay, but yeah. So forty-seven million dollars or whatever. You're saying you wouldn't, uh, you know, uh, play red light, green light. No. You wouldn't do the honeycomb cookie cutting game. Fuck no. You wouldn't play tug of war. Have you seen me? I'm helping, Jack. I'm helping. That's a little inside joke from a role-playing game we did. Uh, my character was uh, playing tug-of-war with a zombie with a spike pit. All of us were. Yeah, well, all of us were, but my character was... You're our, you're our character, my character, the only ones that made the dexterity check to uh, hold onto the rope when the zombie yanked. Yeah. And then when it came to the strength test, because you were a uh, halfling. Yeah. Which was funny. A barred halfling. Yeah. That. So, you know, your, uh, your physical strength, uh, it, it was noticed on the scale of, oh, she's holding onto the rope. Yeah. I'm it, pretty sure if I remember correctly, I was at the end of it. And it was more like when every, because I was so short, my character was so short, when everyone else was like, like pulling on the rope before yeah. the dexterity thing got lost, I was like hanging in the air. Yeah, essentially. Off the end of the rope. And I was like, look. Jack, I'm helping. I'm helping. And you were like, oh my God. It's like, all right, so it's up to me alone. All right, heave. Yeah. So yeah. anyways. Um, so let's get into the squid games. Okay. So I remember when we first saw the trailer for it and everything. I know you seemed like kind of interested, but at the same time, it was like not soup. Well, okay. I don't know where you get that from because we watched the trailer and I said, ooh, that looks pretty good. I didn't really get that kind of vibe from you in that regard. Mostly because here's the other thing is that I know how much like when what they say and the subtitles don't match up on certain shows that we've tried to watch, it irks you. Only, okay, only the lag of it, but not like this is dubbed. Yeah, yeah. And dubs a whole different thing. Okay. Because that, that was just the first thought I had when it came to that. Because I was like, oh, you're not really, like, you know, it's that whole, okay, like the mouth movement kind of thing, obviously speaking a different language and dubbing it, that's a whole different ballpark. Yeah. Um, 
but actually the subtitles and the wording as far as I noticed, and I'm sure as you noticed, it was pretty spot on for what was said and what was typed out. I don't know. I can't read Korean. I'm not talking about the Korean. I'm talking about the English subtitles. Oh, yeah. And the English dub. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, it was like, uh, 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 I mean, kudos for trying to read Korean. I can't read Korean either, but... Uh... No, I'm sorry. I misunderstood what you were saying. Oh, okay. So that was... Uh... That was one of the reasons why I actually started watching it without you. I'm sorry. Hey, I thought it was something you weren't too interested in. And plus, I saw a whole bunch of like uh, Instagram memes about what 2021 Halloween's going to look like, where everyone wears the masks with the circle, square, triangle. Mm-hmm. And saw that, and I was like, what the hell is going on? And then, you know, hearing all these people talking about other things about it, and I was like, okay, I got to start watching this now, and... I was like, oh, this is pretty good. And then, and then I woke up in the middle of the night and I'm like, why are you cheating on me? Baby, baby, it's not what it looks like. I can, I can explain, I swear. Sure looks like you were on uh, episode five of Squid Games when I didn't even start it because I was waiting for you. Hey, hey, to be fair, I was not on episode five. No, I wasn't. I'd fallen. You were on episode five. Okay, I was on episode five, but I remember <laughs> when... No, no, no. Okay, no, I was on episode five, but the thing was is that uh, when the, uh, you went to work that day and I tried to pick up where I left off, I passed the F out. Yeah, you did. And you were like, oh, damn, you're up to episode eight. No wonder you're tired today. And I was like, no, 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 I just fell asleep on the couch. Uh, I'm actually only at this point here. It just auto-played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty <clears throat> funny. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first question, since you're the big brain. Mm-hmm. Since you cheated and watched it before me. Big brain, big nerd. Sure. <laughs> um, who is your favorite character and why? Uh, you know, uh, I'm torn between uh, Gihan and Ali. Okay. Uh, but more specifically, I kind of want to go with... Uh, uh, what was it? Damn it! I can't. I, I I'm so torn between those two because they're such like. You know, they both did shitty things before they got into the Squid Game. Oh come on! Don't give me that look. What's on your mind? Okay, no, no. You finish G- what you're saying, and then I. Okay, will. so Gihan, you know, like he got himself into some serious debt with some loan sharks. He was stole his mom's uh, bank card. Went and bet on horse races. Mm-hmm. Uh, a whole a whole bunch of other stuff happened. Blah blah blah. Yeah. So it's like you know, it's, yeah, you know, he's doing some pretty like, I guess you could say bad things, but not because it was like uh It was more of like a lot of situations happened, like of course losing his job at the uh, car factory that he worked at, mm-hmm. and uh, you know him finding out that his little girl's moving across uh, the or going across the pond to live in America and everything mm-hmm. and then finding out that his mom's got diabetes and stuff like that it's like you know he's got some stuff like it's like there's some self-inflicted pains and then there's like some life is slapping him hard kind of pains mm-hmm. and so it's like I'm not like oh he's a horrible character through and through like some characters like I know that you could think of the one I'm thinking of and think of a couple yeah and then Ali uh, again, another factory worker type guy. He's got his wife and kids. 
Um, they're trying to just get back home to Pakistan. And, uh, you know, he loses some fingers. So it's like life's and he couldn't afford the uh, hospital bills and stuff like that. And, you know, he hasn't gotten his last paycheck in a while or something like that. So he's having some issues with his boss and stuff, and they get into a fight, and the boss's fingers get squished between the two rollers. Right. Like, some pretty... Like, I'm not saying those like it's all either of those characters' faults. Like, I mean, some hard times have hit them, and there's been some bad decision-making. Not super bad decision-making. I mean, we're all human. But there's been some, like, uh, you know, in some, in some ways, some bad case or things have happened. Mm-hmm. You got this look on your face that's just, like... I don't understand what the F you're saying. I don't. Okay, now tell me why, what, what's so confusing to you. Okay. Well, my pick for the person that I was my favorite character. Yes. Hands down, Ali. Mm-hmm. Ali was a good person through and through. He didn't do anything wrong. At all. In my opinion. What happened with his boss was an unfortunate accident, but it's not like he intentionally. No, no, no! It's not like he grabbed his hand and shoved it into a machine right. or something. He like pushed that. him off him. Yeah, and... it was a, it was a fist fight in a factory. It's like seriously one of the most dangerous places to be, even working at a steady, controlled pace. Like people get hurt in factories. Yeah. Yet alone when people are you know fist fighting, fighting each other. Stuff. Right. It's like it's not good. Right. So maybe. The only thing he did wrong was, like, letting his emotions and the fact that he needed to get him and his family home. And he hadn't been paid for fucking months. Yeah. Like, get the better of him and, like, whatever. But Gihan, Mm -hmm. Gihan through and through was a fucking dick. (laughs) I'm sorry. That guy, maybe he kind of redeems himself, and we can talk about that a little bit more. Yeah. Um, When he's actually playing Squid Game. Yeah. Or the games or whatever. But... He, you nailed, like, you nailed everything he did on the head, right? He ignores his daughter. He owes a bunch of money. He's fucking not earning a living aside from chauffeuring that doesn't make a lot of money. He's stealing money from his sick elderly mother. He's, you know, he wins this money from this horse race. And then he's like, oh, great. Right? And stuff. Then it gets stolen. Yeah. Right? And stuff. So, like, he ends up getting his daughter a fucking lighter for her birthday. Yeah. Instead uh, of paying the kid that could help him get the stuffies out of the machine, stuffed animals out of the machine. Well, it looked like a nice pretty box and everything. And I know, but if you don't, he didn't even look in the box. Like, I... what's in the box? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was... Whole different movie. Whole different movie, but for real. And stuff, like, I just, he was... Not a good person. He was a bad person. Like, mm. I would definitely say he is a shitty person that I would not trust with, you know, holding anything. My, holding, <laughs> I wouldn't trust him to hold my dog's leash, yet alone maybe my wallet kind of thing. Because you know he's, I mean, he's willing to take from his own mother. You know, who is he not willing to take from? Type thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. You are right. There are way worse characters in the. Oh, yeah, in, yeah. In the show, then, um, Gihan, yes. for sure. However, as much as there's, like, this kind of redemption arc, if you will, or whatever, mm-hmm. for him, or you're able to see that, like, even though he's done some shitty things, he's not as bad as some other people out there, he was not my favorite character. 
Well, and, like, there's even, like, more specifically, it's, like, as despite, like, the whole financial money issues and, you know, being addicted to gambling and stuff like that is a really bad thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, compared to some characters, he was completely against murdering any, like, watching other people die or, you know, being the cause of somebody else to die was something that was his line. He would, I mean, like, that was something where it's, like... Unless it meant he died, he was not willing to just let other people die or be the cause of somebody to die. Ah, uh, that's not 100% true. And what I'm saying is, like, unless his life was on the line, oh, which of course yeah, is yeah. like, yeah. I mean, it's okay, like, sorry. I mean, no, 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 I mean, like, being the manipulative, sociopathic type of person where it's like me first, you in the grave type thing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that kind of like. Yeah, awful. he wasn't like that. That's what I mean, is like, that's where it's like. I don't, like, yes, he is a... Sh- I, I mean, I understand he had an addiction, and, I mean, we've talked briefly about addiction on here. So it's definitely, like, gambling addiction is like any other addiction. It's an mm. illness. Yeah. Right. And stuff that makes you do super shitty things. But, like, he was definitely not my... I don't know. He just was not my favorite character. But, of course, and uh, the only, that's, like... Um, it's one of those things where it's like the protagonist, uh, you know, people like to watch things because they see themselves as the protagonist or the hero of the series and stuff. The only, like, again, like at the very beginning of the show, I was like, wow, I do not see myself as this character at all. Mm-hmm. But once he actually got into the games and like how he was trying to like win the money to, you know, do good things with it and, you know, he tried essentially to, you know, make sure that not only like him and other people got out alive, even though there was, we'll talk about, you know, some other details where it's like, maybe not so much, but for certain reasons. I just, I feel like I completely, I think I would have been able to, um, empathize with him more if he was like not stealing money from his sick elderly mother. Mm -hmm. And I could understand him having, like, a gambling problem and maybe a bit of a drinking problem and stuff like that. That's kind of what it looked like. I could understand that, especially with what he had been through and what, you know, and stuff. Um, Because, believe me, there was a point in my life, and you know this, where I worked three jobs. Mm -hmm. And you still had to bring me food over, or my parents still brought me a couple care packages of food. Yeah. Right, because... Tough times. Tough times. I get it. I absolutely 100% get it, but I feel like if he was gambling money and he, you know, whatever, like if you, I understand gambling is like an addiction, but like if he won, at least give the money to your mom and your daughter, right? Like, <sighs> yeah, we can, we can go into a whole bunch of things yeah. about that, but now that's enough about Gihan. I yeah. want to actually talk about why I think, uh, Ali yeah. Despite being a really awesome character and everything, uh, I this is like the things where I'm like, okay. Uh, now, key thing to keep in mind, every one of these characters is in a financially devastating situation where the next few months they could end up like so broke that they could literally... Die on the street. And nobody would care. Yeah. The only people that would care is the creditors. And that's pretty bad. So it's like none of these people have a good situation. Like things have gotten bad and really bad. Be it Mm self-inflicted, external factors, doesn't matter. They're all in this horrible situation where they are so bad on their luck that it's just awful. Mm -hmm. One, like, unbelievably awful. Yeah. So 
Ali, you know, of course, came to South Korea to make work, money, make money in a factory, and blah blah blah. And then things that were completely beyond his control, you know, um, caused him to lose his job. Ca- yeah, and you know, get whatever. injured, and like, yeah, his boss wasn't able to pay him, even though he had that big envelope full of money and stuff yeah. like that. Um, okay, so all said and done with that, I mean. Uh, this is where it's like, I'm not trying to nitpick at anyone, but I think it's like, if, if I were to literally even just move across this province, yet alone to another freaking country, it's like, you, like, the biggest thing to me, first of all, is like, okay, well, if I'm making this kind of good money or whatever, blah, 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 there's this opportunity. The very first thing I want to do is make sure that I have funds set aside for an exit plan. Can I interject something really quick here? Of course. But what if he did? What if he did have that money set aside, but once he got injured and he couldn't, mm. like, he he used what money he had to pay for the hospital bills, but it still wasn't enough money because hospital bills are expensive. I'm, I mean, we're very fortunate where we live, right? Yes. But I don't know what the costs are in South Korea, right? Yeah. But I can only assume... That let's say he did have that money set aside. Yeah. That he ended up using it all, and it still wasn't enough money to be able to afford all of his medical bills. Yeah. Okay, now that is a good point and everything. Like, you know, maybe he did have that kind of savings set aside or whatever it was. But I don't think that was really the case. And, of course, this is all speculation, mind you. Right. I'm not really sure, you know... Uh, what exactly was going on because they don't really go into super, super extensive detail of each character and everything. Yeah, Gihan is the one we get the most detail from because yeah. he's the main protagonist. Yeah. So, anyways, but more specifically is the whole, like, everything that was going on with Ali uh, in <clears throat> uh, with the jobs and everything, him getting injured and stuff, uh, there was a whole lot of, like, eh, certain details that... Again, it's like as much as I felt that, you know, he was a really good person and he was a hard worker and everything, there was just, I don't know, I just like the whole idea that it's like as bad as things were for Gihan, like he has a serious, like, when people are truly put, like, through the ringer or rigors of, like, the certain, you know, situations going on with the Squid Game or the games as they've called them, um, people's true character began to shine. Mm-hmm. Just like uh, Song Wu, who it's like, you know, right from the very beginning, is like, you knew I, something was off. Yeah. You just didn't know how off. You remember the first time that I saw him? I was like, oh, there's something wrong with that guy. Yep. Yeah. Especially because, like, Gihan would be going on because they grew up together in the same village or mm-hmm. town or yeah. whatever. And he was going on about how he was, like, the pride of their town. And, like, S- he went to SNU. And he was, like, you know, the here and stuff. And literally, you could, like, the camera would pan from Gihan to Sungwoo. And he would be, like, Sungwoo would be, like, almost, like, glaring at Gihan. And I'm, like, wow. Because, and here's the funny thing, is that Sungwoo, he is a, uh, a bit of a sociopath, I would say. Ah. Uh, Psychopath. Or psychopath. Uh, Well, you know, one of those people that it's like, okay, well, I'm first I'm going to whoop your ass, and then I'm going to whoop his ass. You know, the whole... 
Mm-hmm. I, I just can't stand the whole idea of sociopaths or psychopaths kind of thing in regards to, like, just, you know, most things. Yeah. Because, uh, hey, guess what? The world doesn't revolve around you, asshat. Well. Uh, anyways. <clears throat> he also might have been a bit of a narcissist. Exactly. Narcissists and stuff like that. Just, yeah, it's, yeah. get over yourself, bud. Anywho. Um, when he was, uh, Gihon was praising him and talking highly of his friend and everything. And most people yeah. would be like, yeah, you're proud of me and everything, you know. Yeah, like, like, thanks. Like, I know if you were to, you know, we were in a group of friends and you were like, this is my girlfriend and she blah, 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 and this and that and stuff. I'd be like, aw, you. Mm-hmm. But to him, it was more of like, uh, hey, this is how good he had it. He done gone fucked up. I guess. I, I, guess. I never really... I never really thought of it that way, but now that you've said that, it kind of makes sense. Like, almost like he thought that Gihan was taking, like, a swing at him, even though Gihan didn't know even why he was there Yeah, at that point. Or so. how much he owed and everything yeah. and all the stuff that was going wrong. So, essentially, it was kind of like, kind of a, you know, it's like a, not just a stab in the back, but a twist of the knife. Yeah. And that's what it kind of essentially seemed like. That makes sense. Thanks for explaining that to me. I appreciate that. So I guess, um, yeah, like Ollie is a really good character that uh, I liked from essentially the very beginning when you see him save uh, Gihan and, uh, you know, he was the anchor in the tug of war game and stuff like that. Like, you know, it was a really good character all said and done. Just yeah. the only part where I was like, I really didn't like him. It was so heartbreaking was when that marble game that they played mm-hmm. and uh, essentially like it's like it's, okay, it's one thing to be like the whole okay, you're going to screw somebody else over to try to give yourself better odds of winning or whatever. But when literally it's like, okay, you against one other person, loser dies kind of thing. Like, there's no two ways about this. There's no, yeah. hey, if you, you, neither one of you win, you both die kind of thing. And it's like, oh, awesome. So it's either you or me. And like, they were both like, I can understand the whole, I don't want you to die and I don't want to die myself and everything, but it's, you have to have a certain sense of self-preservation. Though. Exactly. And that was where yeah. it was like the whole Ali. It's like, think about, you know, it's like, yes, like, you know, his, or uh, Sanwu's kids and everything, but also, uh, I, th- was, did, I don't think Sanwu even had kids, did he? I don't remember. I think he would probably, probably be making that up and everything if he did. And so it was kind of like he was manipulating the situation, but it's like, you've got your own kids to worry about and everything. Like, Yeah, he definitely, he had a son. Ali had a son. Yeah, and it's like I've told you many times where it's like, uh, not that I'll ever go looking for a fight and everything, but my self-preservation, I wouldn't think about it for a half a second of like the whole you versus me uh, asshat. It's like, oh, do I want, what, like, do I want to live or should I let you live kind of thing? It's like, no, no, no. It's like, you know, comes down to it. Okay, you or me, I choose me. Mm-hmm. So that was, I guess, the only real kind of like moment where I was like, I went from like, oh, Ali's my favorite character to like, uh, Ollie, you're so heartbreaking with how nice and trustworthy you are and everything. It's like, ah, oh, it sucks, but ah, uh, just one of those moments where I was like, I don't, I'm not mad at the character or anything. It's very heartbreaking. It was just, man. And I know a lot of people were very heartbroken at the end of that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not that Gihan was any better in that episode and everything, but, you know, when it comes between, you know, choosing your own survival or an old man who has lived many, many, many years... And he has a brain tumor and everything. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, well, if he, the old man gets out, how much longer does he have versus if you get out, how much better could your life be for winning? Yeah. 
So that that's all I'm thinking kind of thing mm-hmm. in that regards was that it was like eh, San or uh, Gihon did a very shitty thing, but mm-hmm. it more made sense to you know like it was you know more realistic to kind of be like oh I'm gonna preserve myself over this person who's lived more than twice my lifespan kind of thing or something or like you know who's twice my age or something and like that. who has like an irreversible brain tumor exactly inoperable and stuff or mm-hmm. terminal or whatever they call it. Uh, okay, so that's uh, about the favorite characters. What uh, and I think you said Ali was your favorite, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure we've gone into I think enough detail yeah. about that. Who was your least favorite character? Because I know that there was some real winners in this show and everything. Because obviously, you know, mm-hmm. there's things that happened. But I have a feeling I think I know who it is. Okay, well, for me, yep. my least favorite character in that series mm-hmm. was San Wu. Oh, really? Okay. I think you thought I was going to say, I don't Uh, know how to pronounce the guy's name, and I don't want to be offensive, so I'm just going to call him Snake Snake Neck Neck Tattoo Guy. I think that's probably who you thought I was going to say was my least favorite. Yep, or his player number was 101. Was it 101? Okay, we'll call him 101. Yeah. Oh, I remember it was 101 because he had some blood on there, and I was like, oh, oh. Look at the way the blood stained on his 101 and everything like that, so... That's fair. Yeah. Um, But the reason for me that it was um, San Wu over 101 was um, 101 laid it all out there. You knew... He was... He was a bad guy right from the moment you met him. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. He was the one who was, like, inciting the riots, right? He had no problem grabbing someone and throwing them... You know. To a life or death situation without any regard for their safety. Exactly, right? And stuff. So you knew this guy was bad news. So you knew to avoid him. Yeah. San Wu, on the other hand, came in there and, like, Gihan's like, oh, my friend San Wu, right? And he agreed to be in a team with uh, Gihan, um, Ali, the old man, or player 001. Yeah. And um, player 067, the pickpocket? No, I think it was uh, 068 or 067. But yeah, um, hold on a second. I actually have uh, right here the actual character's name. Okay. I don't know that I'd know how to pronounce it. And again, just to not be offensive, I was thinking if we could just even stick with their numbers if we don't know how to pronounce their name. Yeah. Uh, Saibiak. Or Saibiak. S-A-E-B-Y-E-O-K. Yeah, so... um, I'm going to call her the pickpocket. Okay, yeah. I just feel more comfortable with that because we all know on the best of the days I can't speak English, let alone another language. So, (laughs) um, yeah, he, like, agrees to be in this group with them. But, like, again, from the first moment I saw him in there, I was like, oh, that guy's bad news bears. Then... Like, he figured out the honeycomb um, challenge game. Yeah. And stuff. And he still, like, he had an opportunity when uh, Gihan picked the umbrella, which is, like, the hardest one to do. He had the opportunity to be like, no, this is the honeycomb game. You need to pick, like, triangle or circle or even star. But don't pick umbrella. Yeah. That's the hardest one to do, right? Mm-hmm. And he didn't. He was just like, 
He it looked like he almost did, and then he was like, "Oh no, nothing." Right. Yeah, there was a moment of like he's like, "Oh, save my friend," but then probably a moment of like, "Well, uh, super narcissism or yeah, uh, psychopathic tendency of like, I don't care about you." Yeah, it just for me, Sun Wu was like a a a wolf in sheep's clothing, and mm-hmm. so that's why I didn't like him is because he was like super like deceiving and sneaky and i didn't like that so that's why he's my least favorite what about you oh least favorite i think i would have to go with probably The front man. Mm, mm-hmm. Because I know as much as, like, I was just about to say, like, I thought how yours would be 101, the uh, snake neck tattoo, or neck snake tattoo guy or whatever. We'll just call what, him 101. <laughs> yeah, what, what's the, I mean, is like, the whole, is like, what, is like, is like, oh, he's got a snake neck tattoo or a uh, neck snake tattoo. I think either one works. Yeah, I just, neither one of them feels super right, you mm-hmm. know, or proper. Anyways, um... But the reason why the front man is, like, I love the mask on that guy. I love how, like, he definitely stands out as, like, the whole um, uh, orchestrator of everything. But there was this level of, like, he has the power and ability over a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But also, he's kind of just a gear in this big murder machine. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the whole, like... When you find out about the characters that he's actually in the shows, the detective's uh, missing brother, mm-hmm. and that he actually won, I think it was like the previous or like a few years ago, he won the Squid Game or the games. Yeah. And now he's orchestrating it. Yeah. It's like, um. I would have, I wish I would have delved into that a little bit more, like how he became the front man after winning. Yeah. And stuff like that. But maybe that's something they can do in like a. Future season or something. Yeah, which I'm really excited to know that they've confirmed there's going to be a second season. Oh, have they? Oh, nice. Well. Or they've, yeah, I'm pretty sure, because weren't you telling me about that? That they, mm. you were telling me about that the other night. That they have, like, there's, um, hold on a second. Yeah, it turns out that I think I heard that from my brother, or... Yeah, and just, just looked it up to make 100% sure. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's as I far as we know. We watched too many shows. I couldn't. I didn't remember if I had told you about that or you had told me about Anyway, so. Yeah, and there's also, like, there's there can be, you know, some sites can be like, yeah, this is going to happen again. Like, I've been led astray many times about Firefly having a second season or another season or continuation yeah. or whatever. And it's like, oh, Firefly. But anyways. Yeah. Um, okay, so... So what game? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, wait. Yeah, the front man. Did you have anything else to say about the front man? Uh, just that it was like the whole... There's a lot about his character where it's like I think he's going to be quite the shitty person and everything. Like how he shot his own brother on the cliff and everything. And, uh, yeah. you know, how he's essentially just like putting all these people through what, what I would just call a meat grinder. Uh, and, you know, just doesn't seem to give a shit or whatever, and it's like, he talks about the fairness and equality of these games and everything, and it's like, 
Yet but, he lets people cheat through them. Well, he doesn't let people cheat. No, no, like, he was very against the cheating aspect, but the thing is, is, like, um, does death have to be the ultimate consequence of failing at the games? I mean, yeah. you know, there, like, there can be, like, you know, dangers and everything, but he's basically Jigsaw, but he doesn't have to build his own reverse bear traps or anything. It's, you know what I mean? Yeah, except for the... Yeah, but no. I mean, you know, and I'm not saying he's exactly like Jigsaw yeah, or whatever. Yeah, because Jigsaw was literally about it being fair and about giving you the actual opportunity to choose to live. Mm-hmm. This is not. This is rigged for you to lose. In a way, I, I think. It was, def- yeah, no, it was definitely rigged that uh, no matter what happened at certain points, people were going to die. Like, tug of war, um, like... In all honesty, when you think about it, red light, green light, nobody had to die in that game. Uh, the honeycomb game type thing, the or cookie, whatever, or whatever you call it. The, yeah, I think it was called the honeycomb. Uh, that game there, if people were really good with it, nobody could have died in that one. But in games like tug of war, the marble game, stuff like that, there was no choice, but someone had to die. And that's where it's like, I mean, like he's kind of like, it's kind of like all about fairness and equality, but... There is for sure someone is going to die at certain points. You know yeah, I, mean? I just thought it was super. Like what I mean though is like at one point they shut the lights off. Oh yeah, yeah. When they were doing the glass jumping game. Yeah, because that was more for it was more for entertainment. Yeah, because by then the VIPs were there. But I mean, like technically, if they were leaving it fair, they overlooked the fact that the guy who could tell the difference between the tempered and non-tempered glass had worked in a glass factory. So that's on them. But instead. They shut the lights off so he could no longer tell the difference between the glass. And this is where, I mean, like, he's different than Jigsaws because they were yeah. doing it for entertainment, not for fairness. Like, he was all about making sure that everybody had the same chance. And that's where it was like, I mean, you could say it was all about fairness, like turning the lights off. So this guy who was making it super safe for everybody mm-hmm. uh, behind him to go. Um, yeah, like, in regards to, th- I just mean in regards to, like, that kind of thing is that. Eh. Yeah. It was, in a way, kind of fairing it up because a lot of people before this guy had fallen and died. When yeah. He could have said, hey, I can tell the difference and gone right to the very front and got everyone across safely. But he couldn't have because you had to go in the order. You had to go in numerical order. But remember, so you couldn't. Remember 101? He actually was like, go ahead of me and I'll, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, he was, you know, if he was behind you, he was pushing you forwards or going to throw you forwards kind of thing. Um... And then he was like, okay, if you, if, you know, I ain't going because I'm going to, you know, like I could fall through the glass and die. Somebody else go ahead. And mm. nobody said, hey, 101 or player 101, you have to go. They did. Someone did say, no, it's your turn to go. We have to go in order. And he's like, I'm not going. Then we'll all die. That's what he said. No, no, he was letting, willing to let someone pass him because there was there even specifically. You think don't think it was a little weird that they said that the tempered glass was strong enough to hold the weight of two people, because they knew that someone was gonna be like, "You go ahead of me," because I ain't doing this. Mm-hmm. That's all I mean. It's like that, or someone would come up behind him and try to push him forward. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Um, so, what about the games? Yes. Which one was your? Which one would be the one that you would? want to play if you were in that situation that you knew you would succeed at one that i would have to, okay 
<clears throat> so the first game was red light, green light. I think that one would be a good one, but at the same time is like the whole, I don't think I could get across that big field in 10 minutes with all that, without twitching and shaking and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Even if there's no bodies ahead of me kind of thing, like, you know, Gihon tripped on one. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when it came comes to the next game was, what was it, the Honeycomb game? Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that with all the Warhammer models that I painted and everything, even if I got the umbrella, I could do very well at that one. Mm-hmm. But again, that's kind of like the same level of like fine muscle movement kind of thing is like, okay, well, with the, you know, with red light, green light, you know, you got to be like very little like movement whatsoever. And then like the honeycomb one is very fine movement. Yeah. One after that was tug of war. Mm-hmm. I, depending on, cause I mean, who I'm up against and everything, like, I definitely think I could give my team a good boost of strength in regards to that. Mm-hmm. But again, it's like the whole, I, you know, I, it would be, it would, that would definitely have to be one of those ones where it's like, cause you and I were both on the same level of like, well, why does it have to be all men in your team kind of thing? Mm. It's like, what about a few girls? And it's like, I mean, when we actually saw what the challenge was, it was like, oh, I guess I'd have to pull a little bit more of my own weight and everything like in that regards. But then the old man had the great strategy. Um, but then after that was marbles, I think. Mm-hmm. And then the glass. Yeah, the tempered glass one. That one there, I would not want to play. Like, I would Because knowing my... Like, I literally hate coin toss games because, like, it's a 50-50 chance. And I'm like, yeah, 50-50 chance. I lose or I lose horribly. (laughs) It was like, I I hate the idea of 50-50 because I, back in high school, uh, was in a chess tournament. And me and the guy that was supposed to be... I played against the guy that was supposed to be the big win. Like, everyone thought, this guy's playing in this tournament and no one else should play because he's going to win and take home the trophy or whatever. Yeah. I went three rounds with the guy, tying it up king to king every time, and everybody thought I was the dumbass that wasn't going to make it very far and everything. Like, I showed them that it's like, eh, you know, being good at chess is not is not just being book smart. Mm-hmm. Being practical, uh, strategic smarts and everything. Yeah. And it came down to a coin toss of who got first place, and he freaking won. I mean, he was a great player and everything, don't get me wrong, but come on, considering I was the underdog, it's like it should have gone to me because I was the, you know, the one that nobody thought would win. Mm-hmm. But anyways, the coin toss thing, again, like that. Yeah. yeah. And then at the very end, that... Squid game. The, the actual squid game, as the show's called. Um, yeah, I mean, if it came down to a game where it's like, oh, and any level of physical violence and everything is like, oh... <laughs> I can think of some good, dirty ways to, like, freaking incapacitate, you know, the opponent that I'm playing against and mm-hmm. make it likely that I'm win- I'll am win. i be able to win. Mm-hmm. But I think out of all of them, I would go red light, green light, just because it's the one where I'm not competing against anyone. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, it's like not trying to screw anyone over or anything like that. And it's not me versus someone else. It's just me versus the clock and how... Uh, self-controlling I can be yeah I agree because like again like went through all the games in that show and everything and well and let's just let's face it I'm not very coordinated I'm a little bit of a klutz Mm -hmm. so I think the honeycomb game was not something you should partake in no and neither should be the glass plate one because let's face it I'm short if I could have even jumped from one glass plate to another I'd be surprised like knowing my luck 
I would have fallen in between the glass plates. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, you've seen me jump. <laughs> oh, quick little note, though. Remember when the guy in the, the glass plate ones, he was like, you know, 50-50 chance on every one of these. There's this many plates ahead yeah. of me. And he was he did the whole math and everything and said like 37,000 blah, blah, blah to one or whatever. My immediate thought was, never tell me the odds. <laughs> yeah. The, the Star Wars nerd is deep-rooted in this one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but, yeah. So, yeah, I just feel like out of all the games, honestly, the one that I would probably be able to pre- prevail at would be the red, red light, green light. Yeah. I mean, if it came down to you had to play all six and everything, it's like, well, I'm dead. It was nice knowing you. <laughs> yeah. I'm dead. You're dead. We're all dead. Yeah, pretty much. Because there are some games in there where it's like, you know, the marbles game, that was just, you know, guessing luck. Um, the glass pane game and everything. like Guessing your, luck. Like, honestly, I would have gone with, like, when they were like, yeah, one through 16 vests and everything. Pick one. I was like, well, I like the number four. I'm going with number four. You would have been screwed. I know. And that, that right there alone would have had me screwed over. Because uh, I was literally, before I even knew what the challenge was, I was like, oh. Uh, you know, if I was there, I'd pick number four um, and everything. Um, yeah. And a lot, like, you know, there's some there's some of the games in there where it was, like, very luck-orientated. Mm-hmm. And let's put it this way. There's a reason why my follow characters never have great luck, because I don't have great luck. I mean, I've, as I've told you, luck is actually, in my eyes, preparation and opportunity colliding. Mm-hmm. I try to prepare for great opportunities and everything, but opportunities don't seem to like me very much. (laughs) Anywho, I digress on that one. Okay, so probably the final question. Yes. But we'll see. Why did you pick Squid Game for a spoopy episode? Okay, so not the final question, because I actually have a good question that we can end this episode on for you. Um, but yeah, the reason why I think this one here should be considered not a drama, like I looked it up and it was like Squid Games. It's a, the 2021 drama series. Drama? Hmm. I mean, it had drama. I mean, psychological thriller. Absolutely. Because. Horror movie. Absolutely. Let's start off with this. If there's a squid, like the, the games are happening or as we call them, Squid Game is happening every year. And say about 400 to 500, somewhere in that ballpark of people, disappear. Every year. From any country. Like, even if it's like, oh, once every, you know, four or five years, this many people go missing. That's a lot of people to go missing all at once. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that kind of like has me so like baffled. That thing right there. Two, uh, the fact that the people die in these droves and everything and nobody seems to care or notice like what about their friends and family what about debt collectors and stuff no one raises any flags or anything yeah also like in that thing where we saw that some of the red suited henchmen type guys the masked workers Mm -hmm. they were doing an organ harvesting from players that they thought they could harvest Livers, kidneys, and eyeballs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, organs from, from you. Yeah. yeah, like all those uh, nasty little bits to, you know, transplant and whatever. And that right there had, like, a dark undertone. Mm-hmm. And also, the thing that really made it creepy to me at the very end was that when Gihon was about to get on an airplane to go to America to see his daughter, bring her her birthday gift, 
and then he sees the guy that started him off with that dachi game and it's basically like pogs you know you have one per player's square on the ground you throw your square at it try to get it to flip over mm-hmm. and uh <clears throat> anyways he gets the card off the guy and tells him you don't play these games don't get into it mm-hmm. and everything and then he calls the number and they're like uh he tells them it's like i'm a person not a horse blah 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 and then they're like player four five six just get on the plane and ignore this and it's like he called from a cell phone from who knows where, and you guys know that he's getting on an airplane? Mm-hmm. They are getting, like, you know, they have their fingers, uh, or they're keeping tabs on him, like, fingers and all kinds of things. Yeah. There's, like, a tone of, like, okay, so clearly they have power to make things go away and people stop questioning things. Like, that. that's not the, the you know. Yeah, problem. So I, I think there's definitely a dark, scarier undertone to this whole organization and what they're doing. Yeah than people realize or think about. Because, mm-hmm. like, you, even, like, the very beginning when they talked about players will be eliminated. And it was like, what does eliminated mean? You were just kidnapped by these guys in these suits and, you know, dr- like, passed out in the vehicles that you were showing up in and everything. And that you were changed out of your casual clothes into these track suits. Something is up. Can we tell our listeners what my favorite line throughout that show was? Oh, what's that? Like, that I kept yeah, yeah, yeah. saying to you? Yeah, what's your favorite line? Ask the right questions. Yeah. Nobody in that goddamn show was asking the right question. Oh, yeah, exactly. The whole, uh... What does elimination mean? Why, when we, like, when we're picking partners, are we facing each other? Or are we a team that is facing another team? You know? Yeah. But I definitely think that maybe a lot of those questions that, like... They probably wouldn't have gotten answers for, but... At least, you know, throw in the <laughs> dialogue. Ask the questions. Throw in the dialogue, even if the red suit guys, you know, they don't say a word to these players or whatever. At yeah. least have it make some sense. Exactly. So, you know, that's just a little nitpicking detail and everything. Yeah, I definitely think it came across as a horror more, more than a, a horror <laughs> more than a uh, drama in yeah. my opinion as well just because like yeah it was it was definitely like i would say it was like a psychological horror movie slash like bit slasher. Of a slasher yeah a bit yeah. of a slasher and uh you know just with the gore and stuff because like so. that especially with that night when uh, they only gave everybody one uh, boiled egg and a bottle of water yeah and everything to eat and drink for the night and then they're like hey lights out so everybody's on edge, they're hungry. Well, and 101 and his group had stolen some food. Yeah, so... They went back for seconds. So then people started turning on each other quite quickly. And, and a, riot, a riot ensued. Yeah, so then people were dying in droves because of that. And, like, that yeah. right there is pretty scary because, like, even the pickpocket girl that you were talking about, she was saying that somebody who, like, that was next to her, they thought their friend would stick with them and they'd keep each other safe throughout the night. Yeah. The guy just turned on him and snapped his neck. Yeah. So, I mean, like, definitely scary for sure. So, I don't know. To me, I thought it was definitely more of a, at least a thriller. If not a, maybe a full-blown horror movie, a thriller over a drama. Exactly, so. yeah. It's definitely one of those series where it's like, when you look deeper than the surface of life and death games for money. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some things where it's like, when you really think about it and question it, there's answers that 
are not there. And it's like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> what mm. is going on? Mm-hmm. Okay, so last few minutes here, and I have one very big question that I would love to hear your answer on. Okay. So from your, since they, you know, like they were saying, all these games are childhood games. Yeah. What childhood game, would, if it were to happen, you know, here in Canada, if you were in there, do you think that they would put in the games? Mm-hmm. Well, if it was in Canada, they'd definitely have to put hockey, bud. <laughs> oh, at least curling, eh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, maybe like Red Rover. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see how you'd make that a life and death kind of consequence. I feel like how they could do it because it was like, so you had your chain of people, right? Yep. And you'd be like, Red Rover, Red Rover, send Owen over. And you'd come running. And I believe if I remember correctly, although I'm old, so bear with me. The whole point was when they sent you over, if you broke through. Mm Mm-hmm. That was the point, right? Was for you to break through the chain of people. Yes. But if you didn't break through, then you joined the chain. Yeah. Right? I believe. Yeah. But like, this is good game. So I'm sure what they would do is if you broke through the chain, maybe you would like, they'd be like, oh, player Owen has succeeded. Right. But if you don't break through the chain, then they shoot you dead. Yeah. That's how I think they would do it. Mm-hmm. So what about you? What game, childhood game that you used to play would you like to see? If it was like Squid Game Canada. <laughs> um, oh, okay. It was a mixture of dodgeball and baseball. So the whole idea was it's like, yeah, it's like it kind of like a kickball type thing, but it was like these big like uh, gymnastic type mattresses or something like that, that you'd be able to jump on. Mm-hmm. And I remember as a kid, the whole like, yeah, it's like, you know, someone bowls the ball over and like, I think it was like two or three kids would like kick the ball out into the gymnasium and, uh, everyone's like scrambling to get the ball and everything and throw it at the bases or whatever. And, you know, you could go left or right or whatever. You just had to do a complete, you know, you know, go run first, second, third, you know, you can go, third, second, third, back, or whatever. But the point is, is you had to, like, do essentially what was considered a full loop. Uh-huh. And I remember as one time just going for the good old swan dive. Like, I ran as fast as I could and put my arms out, and flew, Superman flew towards this thing and got hit in the ribs by the dodgeball type thing, and I was out. And, yeah, it was a lot of fun to play it as a kid. Mm-hmm. But to think of throwing it into life-and-death circumstances and stuff like that, it's kind of one of those, oh... Like, yeah, you could play essentially to the whole, like, um, you could make it quite the eliminating game where it's like the, you know, there's only one round each kind of thing with that kind of concept. It's like everybody who doesn't make a successful home run type thing. Uh, they did. They, they did. And once one team either runs out of players or completes like three home runs or whatever, uh, then the other, or, uh, completes three, whatever circuits or whatever runs or kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The other team is up and then they have to complete three runs or everybody who doesn't make it is dead and something like that. You yeah. Know, it was one of those things or that are just like straight up dodgeball type thing. You mm-hmm. know, it's, 
Yeah, it was just something that, like along those lines because, believe it or not, I wasn't really that great at uh, certain sports. No. Yeah, no. Basketball, um, football, hockey, a lot of those things. I wasn't particularly good at. I mean, there was wall ball and everything, but that was just more of a run around as fast as you can and try to bounce the ball off of the wall. It hits the ground, and then you smack it back at the wall and kind of like a tennis-type game, but you use your hand on a tennis racket. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's when you kind of like think back on it, it's like, man, there was a lot of fun games I played as a kid and everything, and seeing yeah. other countries with their own games and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, Red Light, Green Light seems like a pretty generic one that I'm pretty sure most of the world has heard of and played because it's pretty simplistic in that regard. I was actually a little surprised to see that there just because I was like, oh, um, cool. I didn't realize that Red Light, like, I grew up with Red Light, Green Light in Canada, and I didn't realize that they would have, like, Red Light, Green Light in another country, right? So that's that was really cool to see, actually. Yeah. And Or marbles. Like, I was like, oh, really? Like, we used to play marbles as kids, right? Yeah. So... I mean, tug of war. I wasn't overly surprised, but yeah, tug of war is also another classic one where it's like I'm sure every yeah, it's like I mean, red light, green light. You all, you only uh, only thing you require is somebody to say red light, green light, kind of thing. Yeah, and tug of war. All you need is a rope. There's yeah. some things, some games where it's like it doesn't require much. Whereas like the actual end game, uh, the squid game, as they called it. I'd never heard of that. Square or square triangle circle. And it was like, okay, uh, how is this game played? And then it's like, okay, watching it being played and everything and seeing mm. what they're doing, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, it made sense. But it's like the whole, I think I'd have to either play it or, you know, see somebody else play it another way or whatever, like mm. see more of it. Because like, yeah, it's, there's a lot of, a lot of is, this, is this is this what's supposed to be done or not supposed to be done? Like, you know, a lot of questions, but. I don't know. I, yeah, I get it. Um. I thought it was neat how we got to see some games, though, that, like, we don't have here. Oh, yeah. Like, like the, the honey- honeycomb game or that glass jumping game, you know. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's an actual game in other parts of the world, but... Uh... I don't know. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I mean, I've just never heard of, like... Well, I mean, I'm sure they didn't do it with glass. Yeah, maybe there was, like, the whole... Uh... Maybe it was, like, a form of hopscotch or something. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's the, the it was a spin-off type thing or whatever. Or, or maybe something they just made up on their own, which is actually really cool. Because yeah. the originality of it is very unique and something that made the show very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Still horrifying, but enjoyable. Horrifying, definitely. Uh, we definitely re- recommend watching it. Uh, I mean, at this point, if you've listened to us up to here and you haven't seen it, you've had a lot spoiled, but... We yeah. would still recommend watching it. It was a very good show. Oh, yeah. And I mean, with how popular it seems to be, like, uh, since it's, like, rated as the number one Netflix show in many parts of the world, mm-hmm. I think it's safe to say most people have heard of it. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that is a good point to kind of leave off with this. Cause, okay. Yeah, we delved into a whole bunch of fun things about it, our char- the characters fun that we things, like. Fun things, spooky things. Whatever. You know, uh, kind of a, a psychological thought for people to take uh, take in when you see somebody wearing the red suit and the, that face mask yeah. with this square circle or triangle. Kind of be like, uh, the fuck? Just let life lesson. Don't ever trust anybody who comes up to you and says, hey, want to play Pogs? I'll give you $1,000. Don't do it. Yeah. Even if they're like, and if you lose, I'll take $1,000 off for slapping you in the face. And I was like, uh... Yeah, no thanks. 
I mean, sure, don't get me wrong. That's, in, like, you know, probably an easy way to make some money. But still, just no. Just bye. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you, everybody, for to, uh, joining us. And just remember, no matter what your thing is or what you're into. At the end of the day, we're all just a little nerdy.